out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Stars that shine between the lines. If you would let yourself go, find some place you know. You can use your words, use your hands. You can change the world. Just pretend, express yourself, take a chance, and you'll see who you'll be. It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be the Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. Almost every teen I know loves scrapbooking and crafts and our gifted game reporter, Caitlin Darrow in New Jersey is a teen collector. Caitlin will be sharing her scrapbooking memories with us. Hi, Caitlin. Hi everyone, it's Caitlin and I'm excited to be back on Express Yourself this week to talk about scrapbooking my memories. Now that it's finally summer and I have some more time on my hands, I've been able to start scrapbooking and crafting again. I've always been a collector of memories. I'm constantly saving old report cards or ticket subs and wristbands from events. I'm always taking photos and holding on to little souvenirs that are special to me. Before I started scrapbooking, though, all of these memories were just kept in a simple little shoebox that was tucked away in my closet. One day, I finally pulled out that shoebox of keepsakes, and it's been such a great activity. As much as I love making scrapbooks, though, I actually really enjoy going through them. I think almost a little bit more than even making them. One of my favorite things to do is just to simply sit down, open up a scrapbook, and then reminisce and remember those certain moments in my life. I'm able to preserve memories through my scrapbooks and pass them down for generations to come, which I think is a really cool thing. That well, is that's really, really awesome. Yeah. That is really cool. You know, and I love how you mentioned that it's great to reminisce through scrapbooks because it's some it's like a token, a keepsake that you can share with family and friends. And so yeah, I wonder, definitely. have you ever Yeah, yeah. So have you ever given a scrapbook to a friend? I have. I have. And each time they absolutely loved it. Um, a scrapbook is such a special thing. I mean, it holds your memories. So if there's a holiday or maybe a birthday coming up and you're stumped on what to give a close friend or family member. I would definitely think about making a scrapbook because they can be really time consuming to make, but seeing the end product is very well worth it. So you say you've been making scrapbooks for a while and you've given some to a friend. So how many scrapbooks do you think you've made total? Um, I mean, so far, I only have a few completed scrapbooks because they do take a while to do, but my collection keeps on growing. And I think putting together a scrapbook is so much fun and it's really become such a stress relieving and almost therapeutic activity that I try to relax and not rush when I'm doing one so now that it's summer hopefully I'll have more time to scrapbook and be creative 
Right, right. There's so much room for creativity in scrapbooking. I think just figuring out how you want to have your layout turn out, how you want to position things on the paper, there's so much room to add your own little flair. So has scrapbooking really become a creative outlet for you? I think so. Um, scrapbooking is so open-ended, like you said, and you get to decide everything from the color scheme to the overall book theme. And there's so many possibilities when you're starting out with a blank piece of paper and you just have total creative reign. So um, I definitely think that it has become a creative outlet of sorts for me. I don't know. I guess because I think like scrapbooking isn't exactly the direction I go with my creativity. Do you ever feel <laughs> overwhelmed by all the choices you have with like, I guess, paper, the themes, and all the colors and whatnot? Um, I mean, a little bit. I think I usually just try to start out with, like, a color. Um, so, for example, like, last year, I put together a whole summer 2013 scrapbook, and I tried to stick with really light tones and kind of pastel colors. So that kind of helped me narrow down a bit. But um, I definitely could see um, how overwhelming it could be because just stepping into the crafting aisle – of all of the options that you have, um, you have a lot of choices. So yeah, it, it can be difficult in that sense. Oh, I totally agree. I mean, the other day I went to a local craft store and just walking around the place, there were so many sequins and beads and little bangles and it just, it runs the gamut in terms of what you could put on a scrapbook. So do you ever put any little items like that? Like those little 3D kind of items too? Oh, definitely. I love the stickers. The sticker aisle is my favorite. <laughs> There's so many. I mean, for everything. I know I took a trip to DC. I only live a couple hours. So it's once in a while, I'll take a little day trip down there. And so I was trying to scrapbook some photos into a book. And um, I found like specific um, 3D stickers of like the White House and cherry blossoms and like different things that have to do with DC. And I was so surprised um, that they had had that. So yeah, I mean, there's so many different options, but I think the stickers are probably the coolest thing. So you spoke about the stickers. Is there anything else that you might think, like, Hannah and I might not know about that you might find in the crafting aisle? Um, yeah, I mean, there's so many different supplies, and it's really hard to choose favorites, but I really like uh, my embossing machine, and you guys might not know what that is, but it leaves a raised mark on the page. It's kind of hard to explain, but like embossed paper, um, it'll have a raised mark, and so it can create a really cool effect. Um, I also really like using ink stamps when I scrapbook, even though they can be a real mess, and also hole punches um, can be really fun as well if you have different designs. So for example, I have a heart hole punch and also a star hole punch so instead of just a regular circle leaves a heart or star depending on which one you use and I also know the other day I was in the crafting aisle and I saw a whole bunch of scissors and you know instead of just a regular sharp um, straight edge you can get scissors that will make a zigzag design and swirlies and just like the craziest stuff it's, it's really really neat but I think that my favorite would have to be um, the embossing machine and the stamps. Wow those are some great recommendations. Uh, now, being teenagers, we either have just simple summer jobs or whatever we're doing, we're not bringing in that much income. So do you have any tips on how we can kind of scrapbook on a budget? You know, how, how can we get all these great supplies and make these wonderful books and not hit our pocketbook too heavily as well? 
Yeah, I mean, that can definitely be a problem because when you want to buy all these fancy things, um, the total can definitely add up. But um, I think just using things that are around your house and holding on to little keepsakes, such as movie theater tickets or when you go to a concert to hold on to the ticket to add into the book. Um, And also, I was surprised just walking around my house how much I actually had and how much I didn't have to buy. Um, I know I have a little sister and she's um, just in middle school now, but last year she was in fifth grade in elementary school. So I would always borrow her crowns and markers and those type of things that I don't have myself. Um, I would always try to borrow from her. So also, if you have any little siblings, any younger cousins, they always have like the craziest, coolest um, glitter glue and all that kind of stuff. So (laughs) I would definitely try asking them. Okay. And I think another way that at least I can think of right now to save money is like doing digital scrapbooking with an online program. Have you ever tried that out? Um, You know, I haven't before. I do think that digital scrapbooking would be a lot cheaper Um, And I know that nowadays there are so many programs where you can just simply digitally download your photos, then create a scrapbook online, which is printed out. But I really prefer the old fashioned way, Um, even though it takes more time. I love cutting out all the borders and gluing my pictures onto a page and just having that hands on work. Um, And like I said, a lot of my scrapbooks have 3D designs. So if I simply printed out the pages, um, I think I would lose that effect. But I'm just such a hands-on person, so I'm not sure how I would feel using an online program, but maybe I'll have to give it a try because it's gotten so popular, and a lot of people really like it. Wow, that's incredible. You get to tinker with so many different neat uh, scrapbooking supplies. What are some of your favorites? I mean, I think, like I said earlier, um, the embossing machine is so, so much fun, and me and my friends sometimes will get together and kind of use our different supplies. Um, I've been really just itching to get my hands on those super cool scissors. Like I said, I saw in the crafting aisle um, that you can have different designs on with. Um, As of right now, there's not really any supplies that I, you know, that I don't already have besides the scissors. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I I think the ones that I mentioned are probably the best ones. Do you and your friends like scrapbook together and I guess like compile all your supplies since it is hard? I guess (laughs) I suppose it is kind of hard to get your hands on like everything you'd want to use. Yeah, exactly. I mean, sometimes a couple of my friends, we do scrapbook together because they scrapbook as well. So once in a while, we all kind of put on some music and have a little crafty party. We bring out our favorite supplies to share. And it's so great, too, because you save money that way as well. Because let's just say I have a really cool stamp set and maybe my friend doesn't, that we kind of get to share what we have. Um, and so I know it sounds super dorky, but it's actually a blast all getting together and scrapbooking together. That's really neat. Uh, So (laughs) how we've been talking about kind of the daunting nature, perhaps, of scrapbooking to someone who isn't really that engaged in it. You know, myself, for example, I remember er earlier on in my younger years, I would be actively scrapbooking, but now I've kind of weaned off of it. But I know a lot of people, I mean, Courtney, for instance, also (laughs) just aren't that engaged in scrapbooking. So what are some key pieces of advice that you would give to someone who would like to begin scrapbooking, but they just don't have that much experience in it at all? I mean, I guess I would try to just set yourself doing um, a theme. Like I had said earlier, um, with me, I try to make each of my scrapbooks kind of a period of my life. So maybe I'll do like summer 2013 or senior year of high school, or I try to do like a couple months span because I think doing like birth to present, that'd be really, really hard. (laughs) So (laughs) 
that would be really difficult. And so I guess I just try to choose like maybe a chunk of my life or um, maybe just doing a scrapbook of all the concerts I went to. I'm um, just trying not to overwhelm yourself and choose a starting point and then just go from there. All right. Thanks, Caitlin, for all your great tips and all your helpful ideas. Unfortunately, we have to go to a break right now. I'm Courtney Chung. During our break, be sure to visit www.expressyourselfteenradio.com to see photos, descriptions, links, and more. And I'm Hannah Hundle. Also, be sure to check us out on Tumblr at btsyaradio.tumblr.com. Stick around for our next segment where we'll continue our conversation. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. to express yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by the Be The Star You Are charity. I'm Hannah Hundle. And I'm Courtney Chung. We have a new way to support Be The Star You Are. Buy, sip, and savor coffee, tea, and hot chocolate from coffeethatgivesback.org through September 15th. 25% of your purchase will be donated to Be The Star You Are with no additional cost to you. The website is www.coffeethatgivesback.org. Hope you'll support our fundraising. 
Now for the duration of the show, we've been talking about creativity and crafts and scrapbooking. We're gonna go in a slightly different direction with our guest, Joseph Riley, a high school senior who goes to Starshine Academy in Phoenix, Arizona. He's engaged to get married next fall, and he is also a fellow aspiring radio reporter who has dabbled in attending and covering several school events. Welcome, Joseph, to Express Yourself. Hi, thank you. Hi, thanks for being on. So when I was uh, getting a little background info on you, I was so surprised to find out that you're just a high school senior, but you're already engaged. Did you know for a long time that you wanted to be married off pretty young? Well, kind of, yeah. Um, you know, I just more think of it like it was just fate. Ah, I see. And are your parents quite supportive of it as well? Yeah, um, my mother is. Uh, my father passed away, so he didn't really get a chance to meet my fiance. But um, my mother loves her, and I went about it the appropriate way. I asked her parents for permission um, to start going out with her in our courtship. And then as we progressed in that, I had asked her parents for her hand in marriage, and they had approved it. Well, congratulations. I'm glad to hear that everything was going so well. How did you meet your fiance? I actually met her my sophomore year in high school, her freshman year. And um, I was kind of the class clown. You know, I liked attention and everything. And <laughs> I, I like got up and I went over to her seat and I was just making her smile, making her laugh. And we just kind of connected. Oh, that's so sweet. Are you planning on getting married next year? Or are you going to have kind of a long engagement period? No, um, we're planning to do the um, traditional, you know, wedding in a church, Catholic church. Um, we're planning for March 17th of next year. Um, we're doing all our plannings, the colors, the type of cake, um, all the fun wedding things. Oh, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. How wonderful. Uh, <laughs> how is it getting all the wedding plans going? Because I imagine that would be quite stressful. Do you have photographers um, on the line? Are you going to make a scrapbook, perhaps? Um, well, you know, we're, we're getting everything kind of sorted out. We already got the, um, the caterer and what type of food. And um, the, the big part about it is, is her family wants to help out a lot. But at the same time, I kind of want to you know, take over, at least in payment-wise, because I feel like it's the right thing to do. But, you know, it is nice to have the help also. So I know getting married at such a young age is a bit different. If you don't mind me asking, how how did your parents respond about it, about like, or both of your parents respond about it in terms of you two getting married so early? You know, to tell you the truth, um, as much insight to it, I, I don't know much about how they personally feel about it. Um, I haven't heard anything negative or anything towards the fact that they were against us um, doing it. As far as getting married, um, I, I think they support it, to tell you the truth. You know, I don't think they have any regrets about, you know, giving me permission to marrying their daughter and my mom 
you know, accepting it that I am getting married at a young age. Yeah. And now you mentioned briefly that you're of the mindset to kind of step up and be able to fork over the bill and kind of pay your own way through it. Yeah. But I'm wondering, what are you planning on doing to earn a living uh, following your marriage? We heard that you're perhaps considering the army. Yes. Um, I have done three years army ROTC, one year Marine Corps ROTC. Um, I've done a lot of prepping towards uh, going into the military. I've taken my ASVAB test. Um, my father was in for 25 years. He retired with full benefits from the Army. And growing up with a military father, I saw how it was to have the benefits of being in the military and the support that the military gives your family. And we, we had a pretty nice childhood. We weren't rich, but we were, you know, we were middle class and I don't think anything's wrong with that. So if my um, health wise is perfect, which I think it is, then I'm most mostly leaning towards going into the military to support me and my family in the future. That's, that's really impressive. And I have to say, like from the people I know who went into the army, at least from my high school, I always feel like it's something, it's so, so commendable. So you mentioned your father a lot as you're talking about like all your plans for the future. And it seems like he was a really, really big role model to you. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Um. To tell you the truth, ever since I was a child, there was a story about when I was born that um, when I was born and my father cut the umbilical cord, I had latched onto his thumb and I would not let go. They had to put me underneath a heating fan to let go so I could fall asleep. And I, I was just a, a daddy's boy. I always have been, always will be. Oh, that's really sweet. And I know that your father was a DJ. And yes. I wonder, did that perhaps inspire you to pursue a career in radio or broadcasting or that type of thing? Yeah, I mean, sort of. I, I'm, I guess you could say I'm really following in his footsteps as far as the military and the like radio broadcasting and DJing um, side of it. When when I was little, about maybe 12, 13, 14, my father used to DJ for different events and we would always kind of lug the equipment in and he taught me how to, you know, hook up the proper wires into the uh, proper input and, and everything. So it's kind of like, since I grew up with it, it's kind of like, um, it, it's good that I grew up with it because it, it helps me to do other things dealing with the radio and broadcasting. And I already know a little bit. So, you know, it, it's easier for me to get used to it. So in terms of like radio goals, since you've had such a, a strong background built in terms of radio and you've continued to do it in school, was this something that you ever wanted to consider doing in the future or would you like how would that work out in terms of you wanting to join the military and whatnot? Well, you know, to tell you the truth, I really don't know. Um, I was thinking about possibly going into the military and while I was um, enlisted in the military to um, apply for college. And it's a really good benefit while applying for college and being in the military because they help to pay for your colleging. And there, if I go to college, oh, if I go to college, then... Um, the military will help pay and I can look more into becoming like a DJ and look more into uh, the information that I need to know to pursue or pursue something in my future so that I can own it for myself. That's really wonderful. And, you know, for the duration of the show, we've been talking a lot about creativity. 
And I know that being on the radio personally really inspires me to be creative because I think it's so wonderful just having these conversations with people and learning all these new ideas. Uh, do you find that to be the case with you as well for radio and TV and all the other kind of broadcasting that you do? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Uh, it's kind of a little nervous at first, you know, you got to get used to it. Um, that's what I've been experiencing a lot lately with Starshine Academy and kind of jumping out there and not being afraid of the camera, not being afraid of talking. You know, I'm not really so much a public speaker, but I've kind of grown out of that shell and I'm starting to get used to more and more talking in front of large crowds. And I think it definitely takes a lot of creativity to be able to get up in front of a lot of people and have that self-confidence to, you know, push yourself to to do what you're there to do. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Joseph. Congratulations on your upcoming Neptiles. Uh, we'll, we'd love to know uh, what you'll be doing in the future, and I'm sure you'll be a success in whatever you choose to do. Unfortunately, we are out of time right now. I'm Hannah Hundle. During the break, be sure to visit expressyourselfteenradio.com to see photos, description, links, and more. And I'm Courtney Chung. Also, please check us out on Tumblr at www.btsyaradio.tumblr.com. Stick around for our next segment, where I'll be talking about a few crafting and scrapbooking solutions for all those non-artsy people out there. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Courtney Chung, and today on Express Yourself, our theme is crafting and scrapbooking. 
And I'm Hannah Hundel, and I am thrilled because my co-host Courtney is here with a segment of Book It. I tend to be the type of person who either buys a kit and follows the instructions word for word when it comes to crafting, and as for scrapbooking, I never actually successfully finished one, so that's that. It's not that I'm not a creative person. I would love to be able to do both of these things quite well and not follow the instructions. I just don't think I have the right creativity for them. However, for those of you who are as unhandy as I am, there are ways to get around this, or at least methods I take to avoid feeling bad about being so uncrafty. Here's some things that I did for my most recent trip to Europe with uh, my school's symphony orchestra. Number one, while others may collect these odds and ends for the purpose of scrapbooking, I keep mine as well for the memories. If you go through your trip, chances are you won't be able to distinguish one day from the other until you get back home and have had time to get properly get over your jet lag. So keeping all these random scraps of paper that you accumulated throughout your travels will remind you exactly what you saw on every single day, just as a scrapbook would. Number two, take photos and collect postcards to make a photo chain. Currently, my apartment at school, even though I've lived in it for a year, is still a bit empty. There is some decoration on the wall, like a couple posters I found online and printed out in my own in one singular photo chain, but I never found anything else that I wanted to put up there. So now that I've collected postcards and taken a bunch of photos from every city I visited in Europe, I have more than enough material to make another photo chain or maybe even more. This gives me the opportunity to be arts and craftsy, but it's not as overwhelming as a project as an entire scrapbook, in my opinion. Three, keep a journal. Nothing helps you remember your travels as well as a journal does. I try to write an entry for each day just to remind myself of what I did and how I felt upon seeing all of these things. None of these entries were in any way comprehensive. I was way too tired to do that at the end of each day. But looking back on it already, I can remember all the little details I kept track of because of all the big things that shaped each of my days. That's really cool. Now, I know you say you are not creative, but as we'll be talking about in the future segment, uh, I think everyone really has at least an iota of creativity in them. Maybe it's not particularly related to scrapbooking, but uh, do you like perhaps painting or doodling or even cooking? Is there any form of creativity that manifests in your life? Um, I Yeah, I love being creative. I write all the time, whether it's in my journal or writing ah. short stories. And then as I was traveling with um, the UC Berkeley Symphony Orchestra, I've been playing violin since I was eight. So it's been about 12 years now. So my, I think my, the way my creativity manifests itself isn't necessarily like creating art or painting or drawing. Because like mm -hmm. I've tried all that when I was little. So <laughs> <laughs> I will stick with the things that aren't necessarily like relating to arts and crafts right stick with what you've got going for yeah. you so, yeah uh, you mentioned you mentioned that you enjoy making photo chains can you elaborate a little bit on that for people who don't quite know what that is so a photo chain I think it's like one of those things that you see on like tumblr or pinterest if you're just scrolling around so essentially what I did I found like a piece of like a long piece of string I personally like to use because it has a feel to it and I bought clothespins from a craft store and I essentially just photos on the string and then hung it in my room. So hang up on my, on my wall without having a need to buy frames or like put in nails and all that stuff. Oh, that's beautiful. That's really unique. And I imagine that's a great way to keep all those photos. Because I know I usually stuff mine into a box tucked away deep in the corner of my closet. But I think 
wonderful way to oh, actually yeah. be able to look at them. Because I remember the other day I was blocked and I was just photos that I never even knew I had. So I'm going to have to try out that photo. Uh, and have you ever actually compiled a scrapbook in totality before, or do you typically use all your photos for the photo chain? Um, I think I, I, I like to use my photos on a photo chain, a photo album, because like you put everything in a photo album. What I do is like, I don't organize in terms of events. I kind of go like chronologically. So going through one of like a, a massive photo album that I have, it like it lets me go through actually about two and a half of my life depending on how many photos I took so it's always really fun to go through it and I think it's a lot less labor intensive than say putting an entire scrapbook together oh I see so you never actually compiled a scrapbook before then right no, at the t I think I, I've tried, I tried once at the time I had gone through like this massive cleaning purge of my room. So I had a massive, huge collection of small trinkets and stuff that I had hoarded as like a child. I'm like saying as a child from about three to like the end of middle school when I stopped collecting all these small random things and uh, all the burdens of work in high school caught up to me. So I had all of these things, a lot of them like could fit into a scrapbook. So I tried to put it all together and I had organized it. But when it came to actually like getting all the supplies and finding things to make it all pretty, that's when I got a bit overwhelmed and I was like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. <laughs> oh, I see. Well, you mentioned that your form of creativity uh, primarily rests in your writing, that you love creative writing. And I wonder, it perhaps would be kind of interesting if you found a way to memorialize that writing. You know, I've kind of looked at some scrapbooks that have people's cutouts of little pages and little torn uh, pages kind of looking old in style and they put those in scrapbooks. And I thought that was really interesting. So I'm kind of wondering when I'm hearing you talking about how much you love writing, uh, how do you keep safe that writing? Are they primarily just in journals uh, or online, you know, on Word documents, or do you find a way to kind of print them out and perhaps make them pretty in a scrapbook? I actually haven't gotten around to making things like things my own work rather pretty because I, I'm concerned when I show people things because I don't think I'm all that great at it. However, I did, I did type up something that I felt quite proud of because one of my friends, she actually has a, a typewriter, so I borrowed it for about a week to type this whole thing up, and I have it saved. And like I put in like nice little sheet protectors and have it in a binder somewhere in my room. So it's always nice to do that. Um, probably not, unfortunately. I just really think it's my thing. Like my family has always been in the practice of keeping a lot of photo albums. So I think if I were to keep a scrapbook of any sort, it would probably just purely be of photos. That's kind of the direction I would go in. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, as we said, uh, stick with what you've got going for you. Unfortunately, we have to go to break again. Yeah. Thank you for all these alternative solutions, Courtney. This is Express Yourself. Visit our website at expressyourselfteenradio.com. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 
You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Hannah Hundle, and we have been talking about all the different ways of being artsy and creative. I'm Courtney Chung. So, Hannah, since we talked about how I got a bit creative with my scrapbooking methods in the last segment, how do you tap into your arts and crafty side? Well, I'm thrilled to be doing another segment today of Health with Hannah for Express Yourself as part of my mission to empower the new generation to lead active, healthy lives. I believe that if teenagers can get off on the right foot, by making healthy lifestyle choices, then there's no telling what we'll be able to accomplish. Now, two years ago, the psychiatrist, Dr. Carrie Barron, and her orthopedic surgeon husband, Dr. Alton Barron, co-authored a book called The Creativity Cure, How to Build Happiness with Your Own Two Hands. The book made waves as it put out the thought-provoking thesis that creativity leads to long-term happiness and well-being. Particularly compelling was the assertion that creativity in our lives need not only come in some form of the traditional arts, rather creativity could apply from everything from making a meal to generating a business plan. Since the time of that book's publication, and even well before, researchers have worked tirelessly to lay bare the facts about how exactly creative action can boost one's mental health. So far, scientists have postulated several ideas. One theory centers on the idea that creative activity completely holds our attention and, as a result, 
decreases cognitive resources that could otherwise be used to process stressful stimuli. Another theory indicates that engaging in creative action can modulate the neurotransmitter norepinephrine. Although large amounts of norepinephrine are linked to stress, small amounts are believed to elevate creative thought. One study that particularly highlights the health-promoting nature of creativity was conducted by the Culture and Creativity Research Network at the University of Liverpool in England. Researchers there found that creativity can relax aging, help in recovering from psychological trauma, and boost memory capabilities. The latter is due to the fact that the more information that the brain receives, the more effort it undertakes to store it. To me, it's so inspiring to think of some of the ways that creativity can boost our brains and attitudes. After all, the well-known El Sistema classical music program in Venezuela and the Youth Orchestra of Los Angeles uplifts underprivileged children by revealing to them the cruciality of dedication and teamwork and the creation of something beautiful. Suffice it to say, I think we can all take away something meaningful from this. Creativity in whatever form is essential in our lives to improve our mental health and overall emotional well-being. So make a scrapbook, handwrite some letters, doodle on your notebook, or even cook a unique meal. And I really think that's the case because a lot of us have the preconceived notion that creativity is just something you've either got or you don't. And that, that is just another characteristic. But I think that's really not true because some of us believe that if you have a more metronomical or more monotonous sense of mind, well, no problem. You don't even need to try to be creative. But I think that these theories that I presented here really highlight why being creative is so beneficial to health because it really reaffirms the notion that everybody needs to find a way of infusing creative action in their daily lives. And now I've also, I, talking about creativity, it's no wonder that you're probably thinking whether or not I'm a creative person myself. And you know, I actually do consider myself to be a creative individual. Because I remember when I was younger, being totally enamored with a little craft set that I got for my birthday one time. And I also really enjoyed making jewelry, and I still do. But now I'm actually so engaged in writing, like my wonderful co-host Courtney mentioned. And I think that's another great form of creative action. Because when you're writing, whether it be fiction or nonfiction, you're coloring a blank page with your vision. It really goes for scrapbooking as well. And I remember in my younger years, really loving jewelry making and scrapbooking. And now even sometimes uh, going back in my free time, I'll un uncover some of these wonderful pieces of jewelry I used to make when I was younger. And they were such treasures for me because they represented all of my hard work and all of my creative thoughts. Yeah, that, that must be a great feeling. Have you ever been able to do that with your writing or did do you not have enough writing amassed yet that you can go back and be like, oh, that was so bad, but I remember I enjoyed writing this piece so much. <laughs> well, I, I officially began getting published near the end of my eighth grade year. And by that, mm -hmm. I mean published professionally in a local newspaper. And actually going back on that writing that I was so proud of when I created that I thought it was the best piece of writing ever that I could possibly have fathomed, 
uh, going back and looking at that, I'm a bit appalled at some of my word choices and sentence structures, but I think that's just come from years of increased knowledge and a better way of looking at the world and a, a better way of writing, really. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So what writing do you tend to do right now? I tend to fixate a little bit more on nonfiction. I am not the greatest fiction writer. <laughs> um, I, I love more journalistic type of writing, the writing that informs, that empowers, that really allows you as the writer to get out there in the community and find what's going on, identify all the issues, and put it in a form where others can read it, take from it, learn from it, and be able to act upon it. I think that's so essential. And you know, in the national dialogue today, I hear so much about the dying art of journalism, quote unquote. But I really disagree with that because I think that journalism now is just shifting online. But there's always going to be a need for those informed journalists to get out there in their communities, identify all the issues, and really be there to help the public grow and prosper. Oh yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Like as I as I've been growing up, I've found my like my actually want to new, like read the news and become more informed about things like. It just constantly keeps growing. But as a fiction writer who, how do you choose ideas to start writing them? Like, what do you write about them? Well, primarily I look at everything that's plaguing young people. That's really been my focus for quite some time now. I'm particularly passionate about health. No wonder I'm doing a health with Hannah segment. Uh, <laughs> I want to keep my generation healthy and active and nutritious. And so the, the the way I really come up with these ideas is I look around me. Being in the public school system today, there is honestly so much wrong going on right now. It's really not that difficult to identify something that needs to be addressed. And I'm so blessed that I have this writing. You know, it doesn't get better than that to bring about some noteworthy change. Absolutely. So you said that in, in your segment, you talked about how being creative helped people become more healthy. So you said that you're interested in health yourself. Would you say that like you had a double benefit in the way that your creativity and also your interest in health has impacted your life? Oh, certainly. In a way, I think it can be considered a double whammy. That's actually quite interesting because I never quite thought of it in that <laughs> light. But absolutely, I think being health conscious, going through life cognizant of what you're ingesting, cognizant of how much exercise you need daily is essential. And then on top of that, allowing yourself to open up in a creative sort of way certainly adds on to the healthy benefit. So another healthy benefit that I think you mentioned earlier, now I know why, do you like to dabble in cooking and be creative in what you make? Oh, absolutely. Because being a health advocate, I certainly need to practice what I preach. And it's so important that I'm ingesting healthy things. And very often, those healthy things you're going to be eating are going to be coming right from your very own kitchen. No longer can you rely on these fast food restaurants or pre-made meals to really help your health. You need to be able to cook it on your own. I love experimenting with making different types of Mediterranean food. That's an exceptionally healthy uh, type of food. And so I've been, you know, encouraging some of my friends to get on this Mediterranean uh, type of food because it's just so wonderful to the taste buds as well as to your health. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually, I'm a second year in college right now and I'm slowly transitioning to like trying to cook for myself and be really healthy while kind of staying in a budget. Do you have any tips for how to be healthy, be creative with your cooking and also stay within like 
the college student budget? Oh, certainly the college student budget is definitely something to keep track of. I think as we were talking <laughs> even before in prior segments, scrapbooking on a budget, everything yeah. needs to be on a budget nowadays, especially with the state and our economy. I think you really need to be cognizant of what you're ingesting in terms of what the labels say and how much the price is for that item. Because it, it's almost as if you have to be taking a calculator with you to the grocery store nowadays. Because <laughs> items that profess to be zero grams trans fat, or I think you really need to be examining those labels to make sure you're getting the most for your money. Because oftentimes you're just not. These corporations, I think, need to be more transparent in what they're advertising and what they're putting on these products. And also unfortunate is the fact that people just aren't awakened from this torpor, this false sense of security they feel. Thank you so much, Hannah, for all these great tips and this fantastic segment. Unfortunately, all good things must come to an end, and this show was enlightening, creative, and healthy and fun. Thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and Kids Star for producing this show. Thanks to our Voice America Kids crew, especially Perry Damone, Bruce Solstein, and Cornelius Hanna. Thanks to our guests from across the world, and thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Courtney Chung. And I'm Hannah Hundle. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. Watch our fun videos at youtube.com forward slash be the star you are to meet many of our volunteers and outreach programs. Until next week, remember, be creative, be kind, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars to shine. Between the lines If you would let yourself